holy spirit. Hmm. Living waterfall of Eden. River of grace. Throne of grace. Seven blazing graces. If Jesus Christ was a Caesar, which he's not, so calm your brains down. If Jesus Christ was a Caesar, he'd be gracious, glorious Maximus. <laughs> the first. And we're all the second, his brothers and sisters, who share in his gracious Maximus. You know why? Because he loves us. Isn't that a good king? When all of his people had turned on him and murdered him, us included, he still decided to share his inheritance with us. Jesus Christ shared his entire inheritance. What did he inherit? Clearly it is written that Satan was defeated at Calvary. Golgotha, Skull Hill. And do you know what was defeated at Skull Hill? Take a guess. The law. The law. The power of all sorcery is the law of the flesh in every city, every nation. The whole world is on lockdown in the brain matter of your flesh with fallen angels enforcing the law of Moses on every single one of you except the man of grace appears. He saves us from the law. He saves us from our brains. He saves us from our pride and rebellion. He saves us to the uttermost. Yeshua, in Hebrew, Jesus in English, Jesus is just the translation from Greek. It should be Joshua or Josh. But it means the Lord saves. <laughs> and Satan, trying to corrupt the works of the Holy Spirit, made Joshua, Yeshua, literally the most common name amongst boys in Israel in the days of the Messiah. So it'd be like, there's a hundred thousand Jesuses. Literally. It was the most common boy's name. Fact. You can study it out with your scholarly research. Hundred thousand Jesuses. What's different about Joseph's son, the carpenter? Mm-hmm. What's different about our Jesus? The one that died and rose again. The one that was crucified to death under Pontius Pilate and Herod and the Pharisees. What's different? The anointing. The anointing. Because no flesh can say, hey, my flesh is better than your flesh. So Satan enforced that through all the law. You got to understand, no flesh is better than any other flesh. That's why all things of the flesh are utterly deceptive and satanic in the curse of the fall. And then 
enforced by fallen angels upon all flesh. Only in grace, in your spirit, do you become special. That's why he's called Father of Spirits in the Bible and not Father of Flesh. The flesh is orphaned to the grave. That's why when you pray in the flesh, your prayers are never answered. If you pray in the brain, your prayers are never answered. But if you pray always in the Holy Spirit, building yourself up in the most holy faith, grace always answers your prayers. Because He's the Father of your spirits. That's why the Apostle Paul writes, The grace of the Lord Jesus be with your spirit. Because only in the spirit can you overcome the curse of the flesh. And guys, there has been every corruption to this moment of everything Jesus has ever said to you, everything I've ever said to you, everything every apostle and prophet, teacher, evangelist, and pastor of the fivefold order has ever said to you. The demons have corrupted all the works of the Holy Spirit to the point where anything done spiritually the next day is like moldy manna and a person tried to mimic the Spirit doesn't have the same results because it's not done by faith, it's not done in grace. They're just copycats. That's why we need the spirit of Elijah. We need the spirit of prophecy that is completely unpredictable and cannot be mimicked by any flesh. That requires the full faith and trust of your spirit in Jesus Christ and zero of your flesh zero of your brains, zero faith in anything in the natural realm, only trusting and believing in the anointing of the Holy Spirit, the menorah of life, the Zoe River of life, the menorah, the seven spirits of God. He's the faceless man, the paraclete, the Holy Ghost, my best friend. He's been my best friend for 18 years this month. Tomorrow I was born again 18 years ago in Minnesota Teen Challenge. Mm, it's precious. I got my first Bible here. When I was born again, look at this, I'll just show you. October 15th, 1999. Right there. From Mom. It's precious to me. It's just a book, but getting saved is so precious. I mean, especially when you stay saved and don't go back and get seven times worse than religion or rebellion. You don't go after the flesh like Cain. Go after the Spirit like Jesus Christ. That's why He's not ashamed to call us His brothers and sisters if we obey His Spirit. What's our problem? I'll tell you. With the grace of the Lord Jesus ministering through me right now to heal you, from all of your rebellion and all your stubbornness. Our problem is, is when we're faced with the Holy Spirit in a realm unknown to our minds, we have a hard time trusting, believing, and obeying. And that's why grace needs to abound in our spirits to obey our Father, the Holy Ghost. Was Jesus Christ conceived of the Holy Spirit? You better believe it. Was He anointed of the Holy Spirit? You better believe it. Did he say the Father in him was doing the works and called the Spirit, moving through him the seven spirits of God? 
Revelation 5.6, the seven horns and the seven eyes of the Lamb that was slain. Did he call those seven eyes and seven horns his Father? Yes, he did. The Father in me does the works. You better believe that the Holy Ghost is your Father and no other spirit because elemental spiritual forces of wickedness are always tempting you in your brains to do the wrong thing. The soul of a human being is seven mansions. Now those seven mansions can fit literally the size of the universe in it. That's how a six-foot man could have legion in him. 2,036-foot-tall demons could fit in one six-foot-tall human being in the Bible, legion. How is that possible? Because your soul is a gigantic universe of seven mansions. Every single one of our souls is. The whole universe fits inside every single person. That's why we need a universe of grace and the full pressure of the blood sacrifice outside us and inside us in all directions in this generation. That's called great grace, where they'll never get it. They're so carnal, earthly, unspiritual, and demon-possessed. But great grace will encapsulate their flesh in a universe of grace by the manifestation of the sons of God because the man of grace has appeared in the sons of God. And it will so pickle them outside that it will penetrate into the spirit God has put on them in the inside and their spirit will be energized in an outward manifestation of a heavenly covering by the tree of life and the leaves of that tree are for the healing of the nations. Strong meat for the mature. Righteousness, ruling and reigning of the third heaven, the throne of grace. Blessed is he who overcomes and conquers, for I will grant him to sit with me on my throne, says Jesus Christ, red letters. You need to understand Revelation 2 and 3 and why it's 7. Why is it 7? Because it's for the soul. It's for the universe. It's for the new heavens and the new earth. The heavens and the earth combined equal the universe. All stars and sands of this world, cosmos in Greek. And above the cosmos is called the third heaven. That's where the throne of God is cherubim, the seraphim, and the living creatures. And guess what? We are the ambassadors of that third heaven world into this fallen world, removing all the works of the devil, wrestling with principalities, powers, thrones, and dominions, all spiritual wickedness in heavenly places until this world becomes Zion on earth as it is in heaven. Until the heavens and the earth are made new through the believing believers that obey the Holy Spirit. They are the holy people of the Most High God who inherit the kingdoms of the seven mountains of creation right now. Amen? You guys understand that? The Holy Spirit will teach you. Read the book of Revelation. We have the Amplified Audio Bible on our website so that the Word of God can become your bread. Man does not live on bread alone, but every word that comes from God. A lot of people are starving out there and will literally fill their bellies with anything besides the bread of heaven. I watch them every day. And it's like you could speak, you know, a trumpet blast of the archangel right into their brain and they'd, they'd never get it. They'd never get it because they're so bewitched and they love sin and they love the flesh so much. They love the natural realm so much. The more you release the archangel trumpet into their brain, the faster they go into the lake of fire. And God doesn't want that. He loves you so much. He wants you all to live 
in the river of life. So he makes this thing as easy as possible for you to be saved and stay saved. Get in the river, stay in the river, and let the Holy Spirit be your master in chief. Let the Holy Spirit become your master and chieftain. Because that's what he is. The Holy Ghost better be your chief. Otherwise, something else will be fathering you, and it's not from God. Eek! Come out, come out, come out! What is your name? Baker's Dozen, for we are 13. <laughs> and this whole lump of dough of the seed of Herod and the seed of the Pharisees is almost baked through. I'm telling you, a little leaven leaveneth the whole bunch. Which means all human flesh has become utterly worthless, on purpose, from Jesus Christ, so you can live as spirits. So you can live in your angelic nature, 2 Corinthians 5.17, in Jesus' name. So you can live in your true reality, with zero deception of the flesh, zero deception of the starlight sorcery, zero deception that there's anything in your brains or anything you can do with your human electromagnetic energy of starlight to obtain salvation. Zero. It doesn't exist in this universe. It doesn't exist in the cosmos. If it did, we would not have needed the new covenant. The old covenant utilized all the stars and sands. Have you read the Old Testament? Have you read the Torah? That's what it's all about. What the flesh can do. <laughs> That's the whole old covenant. The abilities of the human flesh and the human brain. What the natural realm can do. And it had its moments, no doubt about it. Grace was awesome. There was some great stuff in the Old Testament. But 2,000 years ago, the Old Testament was gone. Now, we still read the Old Testament in the spirit of wisdom, so we understand it. But we don't have the Levitical priesthood running around here killing animals and stoning homosexuals. No. It's the covenant of the Holy Spirit now. We've been in 2,000 years. You know, you'd be stoned if you didn't, if you mixed your cotton and your polyester t-shirts under the law. You know, the law was purposely to kill the flesh. <laughs> it is written, Book of Romans. Jesus did it on purpose because he is a righteous genius. He is so much smarter than us, it's hilarious, and that's why I laugh all the time. Because he's so freaking smart. His intelligence, the Creator's IQ, is beyond measuring. It's Googleplex infinite. The Holy Spirit is so smart, but he makes you look so stupid in your natural flesh that it's like, oh man, I want to look smart. All my friends have their master's degree. Jesus, you're going to make me look like a fool for Christ's sake? Foolishness to Greeks, stumbling blocks to Hebrews? I wanted to look smart in front of others. The Holy Ghost is smarter than all Greek education in the world. <laughs> the Holy Ghost is so much smarter than every angel and every man and woman. It's hilarious. And it will be funny to you as well as you're set free from your carnal mind into the bright morning star intelligence of infinite IQ of the Holy Ghost. Because it just pours forth through your mind like a river. It's a river of divine intelligence. Let the Holy Spirit become your mind. Be led of the Holy Spirit into all truth. Millions of Christians have not yet learned to follow and obey the Holy Spirit. Bewitched, thinking that 
something in the flesh can help them. Natural food, good eating, gym time, you know, being nice to people, making connections, being friendly, all the human abilities. And they're not overtly evil things most of the time. Sometimes they are. And that's why they're so deceptive, because the human nature has zero salvation in it. <laughs> but it sure looks good, and it can be praised by men, you know. It's the seed of the Pharisees. Until we become entirely dependent on the Holy Spirit as our righteousness, we're going to be hypocrites. We're going to be deceivers. We're going to be hurting people with our religiosity. And no one benefits from that. The person being religious or the person receiving religion both die when they sin. Return to the river with all your mind. Only in the ministry of the Holy Spirit is there any life, is there any freedom, and freedom that lasts, lasting freedom, not momentary freedom, not a glimpse into glory, but ever-increasing glory by the Spirit of the Lord the menorah of Zion, blazing through our hearts and minds. Because we love our Lord. We love our Master. We love our Chief. We love the Holy Ghost who conceived us. We love the Holy Ghost who raised us. And we love the Holy Ghost that prospers us now in the day of the Lord and destroys all the enemies of our souls. But most of those enemies are still in our souls and we're pointing out sin in others and we're playing the hypocrite. Grace has not become our reality through our face. Otherwise, our joy would be perfect and overflowing as it's written in John. Let John 15, in the Amplified, Jesus Christ says that your joy may be complete and your joy may be overflowing. I tell you the truth. The sure evidence, the litmus test, that you're on the path of Jesus Christ in the river of life, being led of the Holy Spirit, is an ever-increasing joy in your soul and an overflow of joy into other people's souls. That is the overflow of your cup. If not, return to the river and let the Holy Spirit become your master-in-chief today so that your joy may be complete and your joy may overflow. In Jesus' name. Partner with this ministry, RedLetterMin.com. We could use your support. We're growing and reaching thousands of people, you guys. And we're so thankful to the people that support us. It's about 1% of our viewers and listeners that support us. That 1% allows us to minister to thousands of people, sometimes millions of people every month. It's huge stuff. And you can donate at RedLetterMin.com and help us reach more people in the name of Jesus Christ. We love you. We'll see you tomorrow. Be blessed.